Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. I've got my salt lamp on and I am ready to go. Good morning, you all. It is about 8 a.m. for me. I just had a lovely little sit outside soaking up some of the, the trees and it's pretty humid here where I'm at, but I love it. My skin just loves it. So I had a nice little time on the deck, drank out of my one of my corgi mugs. It has these pictures of a different colored um, overlays on a picture of a corgi with these like star-shaped sunglasses on. So I always feel pretty cool drinking out of that mug. And now I'm ready to get started. So today we are talking about probability versus possibility. And really the key from today's episode is about letting ourselves live in possibility. We often stop ourselves from doing so because we don't think it's realistic. We don't feel like it's smart. We don't feel like we're being reasonable here. And so we should just kind of tamper down on your dreams a bit. (laughs) I don't know why I said it in that way, but that's kind of how it felt when I was thinking it. We think we have to soften our own ideals of what is possible for us in order to have success, in order to be accepted, in order to be seen in a certain light by others. We want to seem practical. We want to seem reasonable. We want to seem like we don't have our heads in the clouds daydreaming away. And so we often pull ourselves out of our own dreams by telling ourselves it's not reasonable. It's not realistic. It's not feasible. Why do we do that to ourselves? Where did this come from? When we were children, we didn't think about whether our dreams were reasonable. We just just thought about what we wanted to do. And then we grew up and put on our big girl or boy or them panties and went about life thinking, okay, we've got to be an adult now. And that meant die out all our dreams. What is that about? So I'm here to say, take those panty. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to say, <laughs> I was trying to say like, strip away the adult persona that you've put on for a moment here. Let yourself dream like you did when you were a kid. Open up to the possibilities of what you can create. That is what today is about. And we will talk about how to do this from a dream perspective, as well as then tactical steps you can take. Okay, before we do that, we are going to share our work win. I am pumped for this win. So I coached this individual. I coached her one time. And after our session, I sent her a recap of some of the notes that we spoke about. And she came to me in this session saying, I really want to clarify what it is I uniquely bring to 
jobs, two careers, because she's in the process of looking for a new job. She was feeling like she didn't know how she could differentiate herself from the crowd. And after our session and after I sent her the recap, she sent me an email back thanking me. And I'm actually going to read you word for word what this email said. She goes, hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for this recap. It's incredibly valuable. Prior to our session, I had a really vague, amorphous idea about my unique edge, but your thoughtful and probing questions really helped me hone in on it. I'm going to work on how to communicate this edge clearly and concisely in applications and interviews. Thanks again. Love it. So for all of you out there, Whether you are in this career journey wanting to change jobs or you're in business and you're wanting to know how to brand and market yourself, you want to know what your unique edge is. That's your unique flavor. It's the blend of your character with your skills. It's your personality with your strengths and your experiences all put together to create what we think of as your unique edge or unique positioning, your soul brand. And what we want to do is we want to do this from a place that feels aligned to who you really are at that deep level that lets you to showcase yourself, your skills, your attributes, your strengths, your personality, your character, so that when you are talking to hiring managers or to potential clients, you know the value you bring. And it's not that you then have to articulate it in five statements and say, here is my unique edge. One, I am this way. Two, no, it's more so that you know it. And so it seeps off of you in every interaction that you have because you, in bringing awareness to it, you then embody it. And then from that place of embodying it, it shows up in your energy and it'll just Come out in your conversations because you know now what you bring. Sometimes it's hard for us to find this in ourselves because we're so close to ourselves. We don't always realize that, hey, that's something unique. That's something not everyone brings. Or that combination put together creates this new flavor. It's like your, your personal flavor. You know how if you have soup and you put different ingredients in it, and then you put different spices in it. The combination of spices, when you put the basil with the bay leaf, with the, oh my gosh, I don't know. What other spices do I know? Cardamom, there's a spice with the cardamom. When you put all of those together, you get this unique pizzazz. And that's what we're after. What is your pizzazz? What is your unique edge? What is that flavor? What is that soul brand that you have? If you want help creating this, join me in one-on-one coaching. I had just one session with this client and she sent me that email unprompted back to let me know the value she got from it and how she already sees or her unique edge so much more clearly and how to communicate it is her next step. So join me. I have a couple one-on-one coaching spots left. I only have one uh, left for this month. Uh, So if you want in before the month's end, make sure you schedule your free consult with me. Go to beliefc.com slash schedule and you will see the spot to sign up 
for your own consult. And we can talk through what coaching together would look like, create a roadmap for how we would support you in achieving your goals. Okay, let's get back to the topic at hand, shall we? I'm in a little bit of a weird mood. I'm trying to figure out what it is. You know, I told you about how I went on my deck this morning and just soaked up the nature with my my corgi mug. Now that was pretty fun, but I think part of my interesting mood right now also is while out there, I was just so into the the picture on my mug. I'll have to I'll have to see if I can embed it with the show notes somehow or I'll, or a link to it because it's pretty cool. While I was looking at it, I decided I want to try to embody how cool the corgi with these sunglasses on it looked. And so I was trying to take pictures. Um, I got out my own pink sunglasses, though they're not star-shaped. And I was trying to capture the the mood, so to speak, of the mug uh, in myself and holding the mug. So I don't know if I if I fully accomplished it, but it was a lot of fun doing that. And I think it set me up to be in quite an exciting mood today. Okay. So possibility versus probability. What is the difference? Well, when we think about probability, we're thinking about data. We're thinking about statistics. We're thinking about likelihood. And if I go back to my stats days in grad school, you're looking at seeing how likely is it that something would occur? Is it beyond chance? Is it something that we could say is significant, meaning there's enough data to show that this is a significant difference? And so when you think about probability, you'll hear something like, there's a 50% chance that it will snow today. Or I always think about weather because we all have checked probably the weather app, unless you live in San Diego, no one there checks the weather app. But I'm from Michigan, so I am now back in Michigan and reusing the weather app in order to see what's going on. And I actually think that's a great way to talk about possibility versus probability. So earlier this week, it started downpouring rain, just full on pouring. And it was so intense that both my husband, Jordan, and I stopped what we were doing and looked out and noticed the intensity of the rain. And we had plans to go out and about that day. And so we decided, you know what? We got to check the weather. And so I can look out the window and see it is downpouring rain. So I go and I to check the weather to see how long this might last. Guess what the weather app says? It says 0% chance of rain right now. 0% chance of rain. It was already downpouring. So this to me is probability versus possibility. You have the weather app telling me chances, probability, chances of rain are 0%. And then I look out the window at the possibility and it is pouring. There is always a chance. Always. So give yourself a chance. That's what living in possibility is. Live in the possibility that it could downpour at any moment, regardless of what 
statistics might tell you, regardless of what you might think is probable or rational or realistic, based on data and research and science and looking at weather patterns, 0%, I'm sure that was probably a rounding issue because it's rare that something would ever be 0%, 0.0000. So maybe it was like 0.1 and they rounded up to zero or something or down to zero. But the point is the probable chance of rain from the weather app was 0%. But the possibility was 100 because it was already raining. I want you all to let yourself embody this idea that there is always a chance. It is always possible. Every moment, every day. Think about how that can relate to you in your career. It's always possible to create the career of your dreams. It's always possible you could be the one to land the dream role. It's always possible that you could get what you want. It's always possible you could create the business that you desire. Stop thinking about the statistics of it. Is it probable? Is it realistic? Is it likely? It doesn't matter because those questions are limiting. Those questions are us saying, what is the rest of the world? What is society? What is science? What does research tell us is possible in this moment? As opposed to saying, what do I believe I can do and want to create? What do I believe? Maybe I can't believe that I can do it now, but what do I believe is possible for me to create someday? And how could it be the potential that someday could be today? Because possibility, my friends, possibility opens us up. Possibility allows us to receive the gifts from the universe. Spontaneity, spontaneity lives and thrives in possibility, not in what is likely to happen, but in the spurts of intuitive insight that come to you in random moments of the day. I invite you to let yourself live in the possibility of what you want. Dream big. Do I have any Jane the Virgin fans out there? Anyone out there? Anyone? My hand's raised. Jane the Virgin is a show, and I believe it's available on Netflix now. I absolutely love that show. It is so good. And there's a scene, and this this won't give anything major away, so for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, you can still watch it and get tons of enjoyment from it. And there's this scene where Jane, our main character, is sitting with, well, I'm not going to say anything too specific here because I don't want to give anything away, but she's sitting with this individual and they're talking about goals. And I forget the specific wording, but it was something like she was sharing her ideas for her career forward. And they asked, what? what is it that you want to do? And she goes, practical or the dream or something like practical or what I want or practical or dream. And he goes, practical. And she says, a teacher. And then he says, okay, the dream, the ideal. And she says, an author. 
and you see her whole demeanor change. Her face lights up. She is glowing at the vision of her as an author. That's the possibility. That is what she was dreaming could be possible for her if she gave herself the chance. Look at your own life. Are you giving yourself the chance? There's always a chance. It could be raining right now, and the weather app doesn't even see it. You are the downpour, my friends. You are that. If we think about the likelihood that you exist, of the billions of atoms and cells that had to come together to create you, at this time, in this space, and for the range of experiences that had to play out just as they did to put you in the knowing, the knowledge, the experience of who you are now. That's not probable. That's amazing. That's a miracle in itself. You are a miracle. Miracles don't live in what is realistic what is likely. No, they live in possibility. You are possibility. You are the downpour. You are the dream. So own your dream. What is it? What is it you want to do? Another example of this is my husband and I, we do something called dream discussions and we do them well, to be honest, we, we actually stopped uh, when we bought this house that, that we are now living in, and we noticed how that was in, affecting us, and so we're actually bringing them back. Uh, but before we bought this house, this house was the dream. And so we had what we called our dream discussions, and we would meet every week, and we would talk about the vision of what we saw next for us together as a couple, for us financially, for us in terms of our careers. And I remember, I remember this vision of the place that I wanted to live. And I remember this vision of the lifestyle. I remember, this was like two years ago, we were talking and I was saying, wouldn't it be amazing? I guess this was over two years ago. This was probably like three and a half years ago. And I was saying to him, wouldn't it be amazing if we both could work remote and travel wherever we wanted to travel and live wherever we wanted to live and work together and see each other every day and take our dog on walks at lunch? And guess what? At that time, that didn't seem realistic, but I let myself dream it. I let myself see the possibility. I let myself lean into the chance that it could happen. Where am I now, three and a half years later? Living that dream with my husband, both of us working remote. We chose where we wanted to live and we live there now. Now, I'll probably share more about that story later on because Sometimes you think you know the dream you want and you get the dream and then it doesn't turn out to be the dream. (laughs) And then you realize 
what you what you thought you wanted wasn't maybe what you want anymore or that version of you that wanted this thing in in the you uh getting that thing dissolved that version of you and so now who you are has shifted and so your wants have shifted too and so that's kind of where my husband and I are at now this house that we thought was going to be the dream and I literally called it my dream house when we put the offer in things have shifted and some personal things have changed some situational things have changed and who we are as individuals and what we wanted we've come to realize at a deeper level and so I don't want to say like the dream is dead, but the dream has shifted. And it it kind of actually, there was a moment when I said to my husband, it feels like the dream is dead. And that's very dramatic. If you, if you don't know me, um, you'll come to find, I do often use dramatic language because I feel deeply. And so I'm up when I'm up and I'm down when I'm down. And I love it because I get this whirl of insight in the highs and the lows when I let it be okay to allow myself to experience it. So that is a little bit of a tangent, but the point of it is allow yourself to dream. And then when you achieve the dream, let it be okay if the dream has shifted or if the dream dies out and a new dream comes to be in its place. Because we are evolving creatures. We are evolving in every moment as we gain new experiences, wisdom, and insight. Every emotion is almost like a point of evolution because every emotion, the experience of feeling it, changes us, gives us new data. And so how can we really even predict what is probable for us? When who we are is constantly changing. Realistic doesn't exist because there is no concrete you. You change. Yeah, there's the core identity that you claim. There's that soul essence, that spirit within. But that spirit came to have an experience. And so that spirit of you is evolving too. So there's nothing realistic because reality is a dream in itself because reality is shifting, moving, evolving with you and with the world. And if we think about this from a scientific perspective, what science has said is true, it later will find is false because it has new data or new technology that allows it to measure things differently. And so what do we do then? If reality is a dream in itself, if reality is contingent upon our own abilities to measure, our own abilities to understand life, our own abilities to take an insight, but then us in taking that insight, our ability shifts and evolves and strengthens to the point where we now have new tools, new techniques, new ways to take an insight, then science itself evolves. Science itself shifts. The Realism of science changes. There was a time when it was not okay to say that the earth revolved around the sun. Yet now we know that to be the case. 
The earth is not the center of the universe. The sun does not move around the earth. The earth goes around the sun. Something that seemed obvious, real, we realized was just an illusion. How else might that be playing out in your life? What are the things you think are facts? Four-minute miles, another example. People didn't think that it was possible to run a four-minute mile, and then somebody did it, and guess what? A bunch of other people then began running four-minute miles. What seemed impossible became possible. What seemed improbable became real. And so what we even think of as true and real and probable and likely and realistic shifts as we as a species shift and evolve. If this applies to us at that level, it applies to us at the individual level too. What is possible for you is what you allow yourself to believe, what you allow yourself to have faith as a potential. You don't have to believe it is real. You don't have to believe right now that it will happen. All you need to do is open up to the chance that it could. And so I said in this episode when we began that I was going to share some tactical tips as well. And so here's what I want to tell you. Notice how you are the downpour. I want you to take out a piece of paper, write the reasons down for how you have blown your own mind already in the past. What are the things you used to think couldn't be done that were then done? And if you're coming up blank, Google that. Google what did we think was not possible but is now possible and see all of the results that come up. You'll be surprised and shocked to notice all of the things that were once deemed not true, incapable, not able, not realistic. And here they are now. We can fly, my friends. We can fly in airplanes. Maybe that means eventually one day we'll know how to use the human body to fly too. And if you look at ancient wisdom, or you look at mythology, or you look at the Bible, regardless of what you believe, if you look at those and you read the stories that talk about Jesus walking on water, we think impossible. But who's to say? Who's to say that there is not some ancient science technology, an energetic approach where we, if we know how to cultivate our energy, where we too could walk on water? Impossible, they say. They've said a lot of things are impossible. The iPod, impossible. I was watching TV the other day. And I was getting really depressed because I love the idea of magic. I love Harry Potter. I remember reading the books when I'm the same age as the main character when the books were coming out. So I felt like I was growing up with Harry Potter and Hermione Granger and Ron Weasley and the whole crew, the whole crew of them. And I was watching TV the other day in my adult state now with those big girl panties on, I guess. And I was sad. And I was asking myself, gosh, I wish magic were real. 
And I was realizing it's, I believe it's real, but I don't know how to use it. And I was, I was honestly looking at my hands, wishing I knew how to tap into the energy of my hands to like cast a spell and to do magic. And I was feeling really upset because I've had, you know, dreams where I'm asleep and I'm like casting magic spells and it's so cool. And I'm watching TV and waking life so sad, depressed because I can't do this because I, I think if only magic were real, if only magic were real. And then I paused and I started laughing because I noticed here I am wondering, wishing, lamenting about not having the magic that I wanted. And yet I look over at my TV. There are people on the TV talking. There are vivid images in full color of people interacting on a TV show. That is magic. Technology is magic. The difference is that we maybe know how to explain it. It's that we know how to explain it and that we figured out how to do it. But that is magic. Have you ever watched the Jetsons? Have you ever noticed the incredible technology on there? I actually Googled this the other day. I I Googled what things in the Jetsons have actually come to be. Because I remember watching the Jetsons and being like, this is so cool. It would be amazing if, and guess what? We now have robots that vacuum for us. That was in the Jetsons, maybe not exactly like that. We now have watches that take calls. That was in the Jetsons. Self-driving cars, all of these technologies that seemed like pretend fiction. It's just the Jetsons. We're seeing how they've come to be. What was magic is now real. What was just a dream, just a potential, just a possibility is now reality. And so let's stop trapping ourselves in the realm of what we see as possible in this moment today in terms of the, t- the tacticality of something, of what people tell us is possible for us, and instead dream, dream in possibility. Get out of the confines of what you've been told you can do and let yourself create the vision of who you want to be, of the life you want to leave, of the dream you want to have. Don't let this bog you down in thinking you have to know exactly what you want now. Don't use this as a tool to think, okay, I have to paint the vision of my future and make it this heavy task. Because like I mentioned earlier, dreams die out. You achieve the dream and you realize it's not what you want anymore. Or you achieve the dream and you realize it's not quite the way you envisioned it would be. Or you achieve the dream and you have changed and so you're looking for something else. That's okay. Dreams shift just like you shift. And so don't feel like you're painting the vision of who you have to be or what your business needs to be or what your career path has to look like. Just paint the dream for what calls to you now and work towards that now, knowing it may shift, but living in the possibility that it could be yours, that you could have it, that you could make it, that you could live it. Start noticing things that seem obvious that seem 
part of just standard life. The internet, smartphones, cell phones, iPads, iTunes, computers, personal computers, calculators, light bulbs, wheels. These are all technologies. Fire. Fire is magic, isn't it? Isn't it amazing? Oh my gosh, fireflies. A firefly. Doesn't that seem impossible? Yet, I was just outside last night watching the fireflies. That's magic in real life. So start to notice everyday magic because that shows you what we think of as realistic is just our limiting confines of what we've told ourselves is practical. Who cares what's practical? It's not practical to run a four-minute mile. Yeah, but it's possible. So maybe you don't care about running a four-minute mile, but what do you care about? What calls to you? What do you want for you? Write it down. Live big. Dream big. Be bold. And if right now it feels too bold to share with the world, then just write it down, fold it up, and keep it secret. Keep it safe. Keep it with you. Maybe hide it in a fence or put it in your wallet so you can pull it out when you want to envision it. Or burn it to release it to the world with the idea that in so doing, you are releasing the potential for it to come to you. Do something physical like what I just described in order to symbolize your willingness to believe beyond what you see, beyond what you know. To allow the potential of the unknown, the great, beautiful, open world vision of what you want for you. To let that be possible. You don't need to know how. You don't need to know when. You don't need to know what it takes yet. You just need to give yourself permission to dream it. Then to own the dream. Then to live from the possibility of the dream. This is how you can create it. The bigger you dream, the bigger you let yourself believe. Think about how that opens you up. Think about how that allows you to receive from the universe. No holding back now. Be the downpour. Let it rain. Zero percent. There's always a chance. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I help my clients to show up and do their work their way with soul. Whether it's so you can excel in your current role or so you can figure out what you want for your next role and get that role, coaching can help you get there. It begins with a consult. Sign up for yours by going to believeseed.com slash schedule. This is your free call and it is that first step towards that new life 
that transformation into you doing your work in your way with soul.